Welcome to the Technicolor Postcast. I'm Joe Lister, your London host, and today I'm joined by Technicolor's supervising digital colorist, Jean-Clément Serret, to discuss his work on the Netflix film, The Two Popes. Some of Jean-Clément's recent credits include his dark materials, Chernobyl, Black Mirror's Bandersnatch, Trainspotting 2, and You Were Never Really Here. The Two Popes is available to watch on Netflix from December 20th. Hello again, Jean-Clément. Thank you for your time. Uh, my pleasure. Today we're talking about the colour grade for The Two Popes, shot by César Chalone and directed by Fernando Morales. The film takes place in the lead-up to German Pope Benedict's resignation in 2013, played by Anthony Hopkins, and follows an entertaining imagining of private meetings held with his successor, the Argentinian Cardinal Jorge Mario Bergoglio, the future Pope Francis, played by Jonathan Price. The film premiered at the Telluride Film Festival in August 2019 and has recently gone on to win the Silver Frog Award at Camera Marge, with critics suggesting that the film is a contender for next year's Academy Award nominations. So, can you talk a little bit about the look that César and Fernando set for this film and how did you play a part in defining it? Um, well, there's not really a look. <laughs> there is a lot of different things. It's one of these films that is... Uh, it, it's a big mishmash of, of different, you know, eras, different places. And and uh, so there's lots of looks, basically. And, um, uh, yeah, lots of different scenes. Um, and I came on board uh, quite late in the process, which is a bit unusual, but... Uh, there had already been some look developments, um, lots, show lots, uh, uh, graded off lines, dailies, this and that. And um, so I came after all of this uh, and César uh, pretty much decided to start again from a blank canvas. Uh, so we just sat together, had a good chat about uh, the scenes. He showed me some references that uh, he liked, uh, some shots he worked on on his laptop. And then let's go for, you know, a bit of uh, exploration. And, and here we go. And we had a lot of fun uh, doing that. I mean, I think it's amazing the way aesthetically the Sistine Chapel is recreated for the film. How did you kind of address that? Uh, well, it was a big set, basically. <laughs> and uh, so even though it was a very good set, uh, obviously it wasn't real painting. So um, it was big posters stuck on on, on, on the set. So uh, And these are, these are posters, these are Michelangelo's iconic paintings. <laughs> yes, so they need to look real. They need to look like real Michelangelo. But obviously the... The color palette of, of the print is not exactly the same as uh, Michelangelo's paintings, uh, quite smaller. So we need to give the illusion that they were real, of course. And also we had to deal with things like reflections and the, the, te the texture of the paper rather than uh, uh, paint. Uh, so, yeah, a bit of work on, uh, uh, you know, on these scenes. Um, but that's, that's what the colorists do, you know, that's, that's part of the job. And your relationship was directly with César because, you know, César and, and Fernando have, have famously worked together on some big projects in the past, the City of God, the Constant Gardener. How did you kind of fit into that and was there any involvement at all with Fernando? Uh, it was my first time with Fernando and César. Um, 
I feel very privileged to have uh, been able to to work with them. But the, yeah, they are they are really a wonderful uh, pair together, couple, I should say. Uh, they uh, you can see they really trust each other. You know, everyone knows uh, you know they've done City of God and uh, you know Constant Gardener. Uh, so they really work well together, and um, there there wasn't. You know, much debate about how things should be, or it was pretty much you know Cesar leading uh, the the grading, and Fernando on the other occasion saying, "Oh yeah, maybe have we tried this or that." But you know, you you can tell they've been working together, and Cesar knows what Fernando likes, and uh, so you know, it all falls into place uh, fairly easily. And as for me, I was uh, very privileged at uh, Cesar from day one said, uh, you know, Jean-Clément, you are my right arm. We're going to do this together. So I was really uh, honoured and flattered that uh, I was uh, being put in that position. The film straddles different time periods and locations from Rome to Buenos Aires, where Cardinal uh, Jorge um, Mario Bergoglio recounts his experiences as, as the head of the Jesuits in his youth. How does colour, in, in your opinion, play a part in defining these key shifts in time and location? Uh, um, well, one of the kind of obvious choices was to use black and white for, you know, the uh, earlier part of uh, Pope Francis' life. Um, it wasn't difficult choice at all because it's one of those stereotypes black and white means the past you know especially when uh, it's shot in a way of uh, you know a bit 16 mil uh, you know a bit grainy uh, we added some grain actually in, uh, in, in the grade a uh, little bit of softness vignetting and, and all these things that uh, immediately uh, uh, signal to the audience, yeah, this is, you know, this is the past, this is uh, before. Um, and then we had a lot of uh, archive footage uh, that we needed to replicate. Uh, so there is real archive and there is fake archive. Um, this is of the original footage of, of the, uh, the, the papacy and the election. Yes, well, there is there is archive footage actually pretty much throughout the film. There is uh, from uh, the during the Argentinian uh, dictatorship, mm. uh, and there is also yes throughout. Uh, you know, there is the, the, the after the death of uh, John Paul II, and then uh, there is uh, yeah uh, Pope Benedict, and then. Uh, uh, yeah, during different uh, eras of uh, you know of, of film, uh, we had to match uh, real archive footage and create our own archive footage with uh, all sorts of you know color grading plugins, uh, whatever you know you can put some fake TV lines or uh, adding sharpness or softness or you know all sorts of tricks that you can that uh, we are we have at our disposal to emulate what we think looks real like authentic and this was all shot the the, the whole film was shot on on digital yes absolutely yeah, yeah. all all digital yeah. there is a like one percent of film but it's the archive material actually that is film because it's interesting viewing the film it's hard to detect the distinction between the two which is which i guess is the art of the craft and hiding that difference yeah i mean that's that's what colorists do uh you know a lot of the time you are asked to replicate films so you need to know how to do it mm. 
and that's where you add the grain as well and you mix around a little bit with yeah, that. Yeah, grain is part of uh, part of the trick, uh, but uh, picking the right colours and you know giving it a, a film colour space is uh, most important, yeah. Going back to the those establishing shots at the Vatican and the Sistine Chapel, they're bright, there's lots of what appears to be natural light coming through the windows. How do you kind of approach that and make that seem as, as crisp and as clear as it can be? Yeah, I mean, a lot of it was aesthetic choice by uh, Fernando and, and César, mostly César. Uh, some scenes uh, look yeah, really bright and, you know, almost overexposed. And But, you know, it's uh, César is an artist and you don't discuss artistic choices. If that's the way he sees it, then that's the way it should be. And I understand there is also a meaning of, you know, light brightness with, uh, you know, the idea of God and religion. Um, there are many scenes that uh, have, you know, a lot of um, where the grade is brighter than it should be. But again, you know, that's an artistic choice. Uh, and uh, I mean, that film is, was very much, uh, I mean, normally I would have put like a vignette and try to enhance the contrast in lots of parts of the image to make it richer. But it was not about making it beautiful and rich. It was more about... Um, uh, what was right about helping the narrative, uh, getting a, a particular atmosphere in the shot or in a scene. Uh, we went really dark in places, uh, like during the dictatorship of uh, Argentina, and went really bright. And these are just, uh, you know, artistic choices. There is a clear biographical almost documentary feel to aspects of the film, which is in keeping with the historical situation leading to Pope Benedict's resignation uh, in 2013. How did you ensure that sense of realism uh, in post-production and in, in the colour grade? Yeah, I mean, it... it uh, yeah, the whole thing has to feel like it really did happen, uh, even though, you know, it, it, it's based on real fact, but uh, not not all, everything in the film is, is real, uh, happened for real. But um, when you grade, you always uh, have to take the, the, the place of the audience. So you, you have to make sure that they can relate to the film, that nothing looks forced, that it looks uh, natural. Or if it looks a bit strange, it had to look in a... In, a bit in natural way, or uh, it has to have a justification. That's what I mean. Uh, uh, if uh, if a scene is strongly backlit, for instance, well, this is backlit. You're not trying to see what's in the shadow because that's that's the way it's been shot, and you have to embrace it and and, and go for it. So it, it can look really super contrast sometimes, but that's the way it is. We talked earlier a little bit about that quite iconic scene where the two popes are walking uh, through through the gardens uh, discussing the the future of, of, of the papacy and their position within it um, juxtaposing that to the brightness of the chapel it, it does appear somewhat darker and somewhat moodier mm -hmm. creatively how did you help facilitate that change uh, yeah I mean it's it's a very much um uh, embracing what's there and emphasizing uh, what César had shot. Uh, yeah, a good example is the garden where it starts uh, quite colorful. Uh, and 
the discussion becomes a bit more heavy as they move to another part of the garden and and then uh, we went much darker contrast desaturated because they are having a you know a heated discussion uh, about uh, you know some some issues of the church and um, uh, I mean another example is uh, where between the votes they are having dinner uh, or lunch uh, in, in the canteen and that's again it's a scene that is over bright because it's a place where you know all the cardinals are together and it's it's like a a godly place in a you know in a way so much uh, red and white yeah. red and white so yeah. much red well, and white well yeah that's that's uh, uh, you know cesar has uh, very much a, a language of color uh, it was uh, it was designed to be like that yeah so on the topic of cesar He's uh, provided some interesting insights in working with you and the Technicolor team, and I'd like to take this opportunity to share them with you. So he said that working with Technicolor on the colour process for the two popes was a real creative adventure. I consider myself very picky when it comes to colouring a film and rely very much on this part of the filmmaking process. On this occasion, Jean Clement was pickier than me and took so much care in every part of the frame. I joke that instead of painting with light, as the great cinematographer Vittorio Storaro once said, I prefer painting with the mouse. And that is where Jean Clement is a real master. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's very nice to hear. Can you, can you comment on César's shooting style and, and his approach to, to post-production? As it's very clear that, you know, he shoots with the grade in mind. And, I, and it kind of reminds me of kind of that, that quote from Stanley Kubrick, where he says that everything that precedes editing is merely a way of producing film to edit. Uh, and and um, how, how do you kind of um, take that? Uh, well, it's, some cinematographers uh, do a lot in camera, and and, and colorists uh, just uh, put a bit of varnish on on this, really, on on, on top of the the images. Uh, and some cinematographers uh, embrace uh, color grading more, and it's more of a collaborative approach, and um, and we go a lot more in depth with the manipulation of. Uh, uh, of the images, um, you know, César is, uh, is a great person to work with because uh, um, he really embraces uh, color grading and can see the, the potential. So did it feel that way, that, that the kind of what you capture on set is, 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 this, is the starting point, but the, in a way the, the, the real work happens <coughs> well, in post? It, it's a starting point, but at the same time you can leave it as it is and, and, and it is what it is and it already looks you know, wonderful, but you can also take the approach that, hey, there is that guy who can do something that I haven't been able to do on set because of time, because of uh, uh, different constraints, uh, cost, whatever. Uh, and then uh, and that's what you do. You ask uh, someone to be your right arm. And I think it's a great continuation of aesthetically what they create on set. I read that Cesar shared lots of the shooting tests with the art department, so naturally it makes sense for him to continue that creative journey playing with colour in post-production with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Another example of things that you wish you had been able to do on set but you couldn't is the red colour of the cardinal's coat uh, because of the way the light reacts on different fabric and some uh, coats were not exactly the same rate as some others. Uh, we had to unify all of this. 
So it was a lot of, uh, you know, keying here and there and, and bring all those rides into a, a single hue uh, and saturation. So this is a very big, important project that is being delivered to Netflix in 4K. There's lots of moving parts and lots of people involved. Can you talk about those people and how they helped with the grading process? Oh, yes, very good point. Uh, I was helped by uh, Alex Gascoigne, uh, who's a wonderful colorist. Uh, I couldn't have done it without him. Uh, there was a lot of um, uh, visual effects integration to finesse. Uh, there was um, shots to match uh, archive footage that came late. Uh, so he worked very hard and uh, for several weeks after I, I had officially finished. Uh, so yeah, big uh, hats off to Alex, uh, who's done a wonderful job. Well, I think it's a fantastic film that recounts an important part of the, the history of the, the, the church in a, in a very playful, humorous way. Uh, I read that someone called it a pontiff bromance in many ways, and I think that people really enjoy watching Jonathan Price and Anthony Hopkins battle it out. So, Jean-Claude, thank you so much for your time today. Um, it's a very interesting film. I'm so excited for it to launch on Netflix. Thank you. <laughs>